Well, okay, um, so, but yeah, uh, well, I think that's the because it's based on a, it's based on a comic. I think the story. The original was a short story in the fifties, yeah. and then they made a comic in nineteen seventy eighty. Is the comic the aliens look like that, or they no? Don't they came up that? with this all on there. All on yeah. there. Okay, because I was thinking maybe that was where they got it from. I couldn't remember. From what I read really, about it, really cool picture. Yeah, uh, from what I read, that's what I based the poster on for this uh, for this episode, Adam. But what from what I read is he based the idea off the original short story, and he based the the story off the comic. Yeah. That's and, what I read. Also, I, his, his love for. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers as yeah. well. So it, it, there's this live. Also, fun fact: this asshole behind me here is the same guy in every single scene. There's one guy, uh, probably a thin guy that's on the set. Yeah, he's I read that. all of the aliens in the movie. They just changed the wig or put the, you know like a different type of uh, uh, outfit on. But it's it's literally the same guy in every scene. Except when they have two people, which is a different woman, from what I yes. read. That's it, but yeah, yeah. They, they just film it in such a way where it looks like there's a bunch of them, you know, it's like the cutaways and shit. So it, the the shot the shots of when he has the glasses on or the contacts at one point when it's in black and white, I fucking loved it. And they used him because he's the thinnest guy on the set, so when they put on him, it almost he almost looks skeletal anyway. He's yeah, just a, a very thin Asian gentleman. It's that so. guy they're having seven that's super skinny, and they make him look like yeah. he's been sitting there rotting for for a year. Yep. You got what you deserve. And suddenly he, <laughs> he shouts in the, the Brad Pitt's ear. I didn't know that, Adam. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. It, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it, it's, it's like uh, Mark, Mark, or not Mark Wahlberg, uh, Donnie Wahlberg from uh, The Sixth Sense. You know, yeah, that's a little late. When he's in his undies. <laughs> Ooh, man, that was unsettling. <laughs> Still had no about that. And then he did Wahlbergers. <sighs> he also did Saw. Yes, he did. Never, never, saw. never watched it. I've, ne- I've seen the, the only Saw movie I ever watched was with you in Hollywood. That was it. That I was watched that movie twice. Watched. Once with you, and then once on a on a date, my first date yeah, with a girl when I lived in L.A. And I'm like, I'm sorry about taking you here. That's the only movie that's out. So when he goes down the <laughs> hole, uh, Dick, he basically goes to Hollywood, uh, current yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, I would say this now. Yeah, because then you got. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Uh, Buck Flowers is there. I love Buck Flowers. I love hey that guys, fucking guy. Hey guys, you guys made it. This is great. He, he's the go-to old coot homeless guy in every fucking major 80s franchise that ever yep. came out. Back to the Future, uh, uh, t- uh, Teenage Girls in the Slime Bowl, Ballarama, that that one. Uh, or what is it? Uh, sorority Girls in the Slime Ball, Ballarama. Here's he's Buck that. Flowers. That guy's fucking great. Yeah, Wasn't he in, in uh, Here he is. No. That's the scene right there, yeah. No, he's not Groundhog Day, but he is the, he's the guy that says crazy drunk drivers. There he is right there. From this oh, yeah. this yeah. is when he says that line. Yeah, he plays that same role in every <laughs> single movie. And he's it's just, you, you have to get him in there. Yeah. What movie was that, the crazy drunk drivers one? That's Back to the Future, yeah. Wasn't he in Terminator 2 as in well? This, in this one, he's got no. that he's got that line. He says, there's that idiot licking his nuts again. <laughs> I fucking love that line. <laughs> goes that idiot licking his nuts again yeah he's great in the movie but yeah they they see him because they're in like it reminded me of monty python meaning of life when they're in heaven and they all have that weird award ceremony type looking scene but these guys show up and they're they're like let's tuck our guns in our waistband there nobody notices this now 
this movie's awful. This is the worst and, part of the movie because yes. these people are this organized that they've been able to ex- execute this for I don't know how long, and they have absolutely zero security. No, the, un- they have guys base. in like Siberian camouflage because it's all like for snow in the hallway. It's like urban camo, yeah. And they walk past it, and they kill them, a couple of them, and they walk past the rest, and then they get in there, and they're like, and then Buck Flower shows up. He's like, hey, follow me, guys. And he follows him. He's like, let's get a tour. And like, all right. They have guns clearly tucked into the front of their waistbands. <laughs> and then they follow him to the, TV, cares. to the TV studio, and they're like, let us in. He's like, all right, I'll talk to my friend here. Want to let us in? you got to be kidding me. That's all right, come on in. That's bang, bang, bang. <laughs> The hubris is what got them at the end of the day. Not them. Buck Flowers. They got Buck Flowers by being his ego of like, I'm, I'm a big exactly. wig here. And I think that's the point. He is, he's the friend that you hate that's successful. Yeah. And he's the guy showing off. And he sees like, well, there's trouble coming. I don't care. You guys, I res- I'm so respected. I'm so big shot. You, I, don't, I don't notice you what you look like. Yeah, this is Ashton Kutcher's friend showing up in, like, 2001 and being like, you're a bigwig in Hollywood? Okay, show us around. Whatever, dude. How are you? Whatever. I won't question it. Here we are. Do you know that Ashton Kutcher was almost a serial killer victim? If if only. If fucking only. Don't tell anybody that. I almost got away with it. Well, here's the thing. If only. It was an L.A. uh, Weekly Magazine article. They captured this. this, uh, Adam, we almost did it. Sorry. Um, as <laughs> Ashton Kutcher was supposed to go on a date. And so what happens was he shows up at the house of the girl. He sees there's, there's red stuff on the floor. And he's like, oh, I thought it was red wine or something. And he left. And then if he would have went into that house, he probably would have been brutally murdered. And we never would have had to deal with him ever. Fuck. Dude, this where's my serial murderer? Come it's on, like dude. Twilight it's the Twilight Zone episode where the guy couldn't kill Hitler. That's <laughs> back there. He, <laughs> went back there. he went back in time to kill Ashton Kutcher. He couldn't do it. Can we do a movie where that happens? Ugh, yeah. We'll have it be directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, exactly. Well, can we kill him and Matt Damon at the same time? We'll have to have Brad Pitt in it, of course. It's an obligatory Brad Pitt cameo. Yeah. Brad Pitt changed history. That's a new genre of film. Yeah. Brad the, the, Brad, the Brad Pitt changes history films with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> okay, where are we? Um, Almost we're, the we're, end. we're at the uh, we're at the oh, Republicans yeah. ball. They go There's into the more to say here, they yeah. go into the TV studio and they start shooting random people and then they go into another room and they're like, "Everyone, get out of here!" because they all look like humans because they have to blow up the satellite that's sending out the signal. Yes, blocking. They, Everybody, so that, we didn't talk about that, but that's they, the mission. That's the they go upstairs. They're trying to find a way to the roof. They eventually get up there. Um, on the way up the stairs, uh, Dave or Keith David gets a gun to the back of the head by Mike Foster's character, and she pulls it's the trigger. Sucked, and I was like, "Oh, don't let me see that." It's your... Oh, Adam. Before we get any further, I mentioned I wish Keith David was the main character and Roddy Piper was the secondary. Uh, I think part of the reason for that was uh, John Carpenter did did some stuff with uh, WWF. I don't remember exactly. And I just remember this from the commentary. Really hit it off with, with Roddy Piper and wanted to get him. He seems like the greatest guy in yeah. history, honestly. Right. It, it, this was kind of like a, like a mercy casting type of deal. But it works because, I mean, 
he's literally playing a guy named Nada. He, his name is not important. He is, he's Joe Average, blue collar America. This is what this guy represents, you know. So, and plus, I mean, that fight is just legendary. The, the fight's great, and 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 he Rip helped choreograph it. And I guess Keith David used to box, and that that whole that whole fight thing was just. Yeah, not this year. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of the best movie fights in, in, that I know of. Honestly, I, it's 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 definitely it's, in my top ten. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, it it could be number one. Honestly, I I'd have to think really hard. It could be yeah. about one that's better, and I'm not going to pick anything from Rocky. <laughs> and I and I, and I know it's sacrilege from being from Philly and all, but yeah, New Jersey. I think the the biggest disrespect of all of is Keith David. Keith David is always a a background character. He's never the lead character. And I know. I love you, Frank. <laughs> That's That's because he's black. He just yeah. starts laughing. That's just, why. That's he's why. fucking awesome. He, he's it's Hollywood. He was, he was fantastic in the thing. I, yeah. I love him in that fucking movie. I love he's that the left this. side of the screen is having one conversation and the right side is having another. Oh, yeah, we're we're assholes. <laughs> we're talking about the movie. Okay, sorry. We're talking about they live. No, I, I, here. you guys keep going. Frank is from New Jersey, not Philadelphia. I am f- 15 minutes away from the. Where's your zip code? It's not Philly. Is it New Jersey? Don't tell him he's trying to dox you, Frank. Don't do it. Hold on, yeah. Frank. What state? What? Gloucester County, New Jersey. Yes. Oh, New Jersey, not not Pennsylvania. Weird. Yeah, but my county borders Philly. So borders but not not is right okay so people from chicago and uh detroit and uh you know you, people you better be careful phoenix wars were started over things lower than this. Chi- chicago and detroit are <laughs> six hours apart my point being is there's people that live in the suburbs of of, of such cities and people don't say yeah i live in uh uh, uh aurora or whatever fuck wayne town wayne and garth do that's why I picked that name because that's the only way I could know what a suburb I'm of not a city from Peoria. Like. That's why I say Philly because people know know where that is. <laughs> you know, if, if, if it takes me ten minutes to drive to the goddamn thing, it's just it's easier to say it that way. Plus, if I I'm say New too. York, or, or New, plus if I say New Jersey, people are going to think I'm from New York. Period, and I, I can't fucking stand that shit. What are they doing? <laughs> Masturbating furiously. I stopped but, this. But that's why I say Philly because if I say Jersey, people are going to think New York, and I'm and I'm not going to stand for that. So at this point in the movie, they live New Jersey. They I started to think, is that image behind Adam, which is oh, the no. most, which is the most famous in, image, New Jersey? I was starting to think, is this a twist ending, where they defeat the aliens and this guy shows up at the bar after? I'm really glad I was wrong. I'm really glad. Yeah, this movie was very hard to predict where it was going, to be honest with you. Because they don't really tell you. There's no main goal, which is just fine. It's it's basically just a day or two of this guy's life. (laughs) And it ends with a tit shot. Adam, you look like you're playing World Series of Poker. What the fuck are you doing, man? Hey, hey what's going on? Over it's there? fucking Adam Money Faker. No, I'm listening to everything you say. I'm just resting my eyes. Continue, really. Obey. Obey. Consume. This is your yep. God. Reproduce. Marry and reproduce. Yeah, uh, hitting Adam right now. <laughs> Edibles ain't shit. 
Um, you know what I love is when he when they go in the TV studio, Roddy Piper is doing like a severe goatee hold of Buck Flowers right there. He's just holding him by the goatee. Yeah. And he's not even looking at him like power move. He's just looking at him like he's, he's looking like, at mm. he's looking at Keith David like, well, we gotta get in there. Hold still. We gotta get in there. <laughs> he's holding him by the goatee. Love it. Love that shot. My my Movie's my awful. shot is uh, is it, yeah the, the 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 very last shot it's that and the funny thing is 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 when I saw I didn't see this in a the theater I didn't even know this fucking movie was out I mean this had like no marketing no, no budget yeah. I saw it on HBO so when I saw it when movies used to come out on HBO they were pan and scan okay uh, when I first got a copy of this movie it was taped from HBO. When I first bought it, it was not in letterbox format. Mm. wasn't until I got on DVD where I actually saw him flip the bird because they always cut that out, like yeah. the, way it, the way it crops. You don't see him flipping the bird. You just see him look and kind of grin a little bit. Him flipping yeah. the bird is the best part of it, man. No. You know, Although... It's, like, it's the best part of the fucking movie. It's like, fuck the establishment. You I know? did read that Roddy Piper was very upset because it wasn't a firm enough middle finger. It was like... He, he, well, he... he, she, she, he... He should have got some tips from Eminem. Well, there, there's oh, Eminem does the, does the thumb, and I fucking hate that. Eminem taught Britney Murphy how to do the middle finger because if you watch it, but they they do it the same way. They're and like, she's like, "Fuck you, mold of my house. Come lay with me, like, husband. Let's both die." Yeah, they, they like it goes like that. Yeah. yeah. I got two two words. I, fucking you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, hey, hey, come fuck me in the basement of this Ford factory. <laughs> Because uh, Brittany right. Murphy is in the fucking bumper division. <laughs> but, 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 so Adam said something, and um, it, it triggered. Like, I wanted to say something towards it, but then we got too it Triggered you? Oh, no. That's not a good thing. I do that a lot. I, I do that a lot, Frank. I'm sorry. Do you remember their shootout with infinite fucking ammo? Yes, but that's every movie. That's an 80s thing, man. That's, it, a, that, that's a trope. My, my favorite trope with the shootout with infinite ammo is all of the evil dead movies. Ash yeah. always has 5,000 shells in his front fucking pocket. It's Never crazy. touches them. Fucking wonderful. You know, there's a lot of movies people see, right? I can recall just like Adam can the very fucking first time I've seen this movie. I know where I was, who I was with, how it was formatted, what TV it was on. And I don't remember fucking other movies of where I was. Like, for some reason, this movie had such a cool... It was so different than everything else at yeah. the time. And that's what I think made it oh, my, what it was. My mom, my mom and I always bonded over science fiction movies. And this was one of the ones that she actually liked. She liked this one. We're big fans of the, of the original uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I like the original more than the, than the uh, Donald Sutherland one. There it is. He couldn't. He, he, I didn't say it. I'm not fucking falling for that trap. I'm he not couldn't. He that. could not help himself. We're not going down that rabbit hole with you, Phoenix. What rabbit hole? <laughs> again and again. I don't. I know too much about Frank John Frankenheimer. Hey, you said it. Okay, let's talk about John Frankenheimer. God damn it! No, I'm kidding. God damn it. No, okay, so uh, Phoenix, do you? Rem- oh wait, that was today. Uh, Dick, do you remember the first time you've seen this movie? No. <laughs> so I guess Adam and I did, had, had. Yeah, is it, uh, my my grandparents were the first people in the family that had HBO, and that was where I first saw it. Was on is it my grandparents' house on HBO? 
middle of the afternoon. It was just on. And for some reason, when I was a kid, I loved Halloween so much that I just always remembered the name John Carpenter. And whenever he would do a movie, I'd watch it, and then I would like that one too. So I'm like, oh, this guy makes stuff. It's usually good. Escape from New York, Halloween, uh, the, the thing, thing. Uh, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. I just fucking loved him. So when, when his name was attached to this, fuck yeah, I want to watch it. Yeah, like I like the biggest thing that I love about John Carpenter is he tries to not be like everything else. He he literally gives an effort to be unique and creative. And you know that's so li- fucking rare anymore. I, I you know who's like that now? Which is strange to say, is it's he's not comparable as far as like we're not gonna we're not gonna level him with Carpenter in our nostalgia, but Mike Flanagan when I hear John Carpenter's uh, plots, I go, okay, here. And I watch John Carpenter's movie, and I go, he nailed it. Mike Flanagan, I hear his plots, and I go, oh, that sounds awful. And I watch the movie, and I go, that was really good. How the fuck did he make that good? Oculus. Oculus so sounds fucking awful. Yeah. Ouija 2 sounds fucking yeah. terrible, and it's awesome. Good, good yeah. writing and a good director can do a lot D- with a shitty fucking premise. Dr. Sleep. Danny Torrance fights like weird vampires. And I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. If you were just describe Dr. Sleep to me, I would not go see it. It sounds all, every one of his movies. Watch, it's pretty fucking entertaining. All that of his movies sound movie. like that. That's my favorite movie last year. Dr. Sleep. All of his movies awesome. sound awful. And you watch and you go, that was really good. How the fuck did he do that? John Carpenter's the same way. So Mike yeah. Flanagan to me is the new John Carpenter where he takes these weird stupid ideas that sound stupid on paper but the script is solid and he and he executes it in a way where you don't expect it he's just got to stop telling lesbian stories no keep telling them but if he yeah. does there's not enough be, of them he's got he's got to have more nudity that's the thing he did one lesbian, he did one lesbian story haunting of hill house is really fucking good and then haunting of blind manor i've seen the turning of the screw a thousand times it's the best version of it. Yeah, but did you see the turning last year? That was a I sure did. Pile of dog shit. I sure did. It is a non-movie with a non-ending. Thank I was you. Like, the turn <laughs> that movie screw. starts off great and then it just fucking stops. And I'm like, wait, what happened to the rest of the movie? Where'd it go? She, People stood up in the theater, Phoenix, and went like this. Yeah, she she goes. She gets. If you watch Honey of Bly Minor, she goes into those memories and you understand what's going on because they have enough time to fill you understand why she's going into the old memories turning in the turning from last year with finn wolfhart from stranger things she goes in there once in the movie credits and you're like yeah what the fuck what happened to the ending did, <laughs> yeah. did they just lose it in post or did they lose it is nonsense or they actually shut that production down and they just decided to just take whatever was left cut it print it throw it out in the fucking theater and dump it in dumpuary that's what they did terrible i was pissed when i left that theater i was like what the fuck did i just watch there's a certain there's a couple of movies that i think of adam when i watch that was one of them the <laughs> do, other one do little do little no i will never watch do little but i would think of it if i watched do, if i watched do, it do little will 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 drain you mentally yeah. it looked unwatchable it's it is unwatchable. It's terrible. But, um, There's nothing redeeming about you know, it. The, the problem with me was I can't watch new movies anymore. So I've been getting into like gaming again, getting back into gaming. And this one game that I've been playing lately, I, I've been trying to figure it out, but I can't seem to beat it. So I'm going to try to <laughs> hold on, play hold this on. Thing. Dick, Send me one Dick, of those, will you? Like that? No, you put, 
hold up oh! one. No, you you, you push, oh, you a... push, and then you do a. Oh! We... <laughs> what's what's your pleasure, sir? <laughs> hold on. Hey guys, what you doing? Oh shit! <laughs> what's your pleasure, sir? You push on the button. You got it, right? You push this. It's right here. You push on the button. You you do a circle and you spin at the yeah. same time. Yeah, something like that. That's what happens just, in the second one. Just just treat it like it's a nipple and it'll open on its own. What the hell is that? that? That's the it's from Hellraiser. That is Come a on. lament configuration from uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Come on, Frank. I thought so. I've never seen Hellraiser. Calm down, guys. Oh, Frank. Hellraiser's, oh, Hellraiser's a awful. Named Frank in the movie, dude. Yeah, Frank, like... people love those movies, but they're fucking terrible. Ah. No, the first one's good. No, the I hate the, I hate the fucking first yeah. one. I, I live with a woman that refuses to watch horror movies because her stepfather used to make her watch horror movies with oh, her. that's fucking her. weird. Yeah. You know what's weird? Yeah, when you shoot your first movie of B-Movie Battle and you have a guy in the show... And a couple of them, and you go, here, 40-year-old man, let's watch Puppet Master. And he, he goes, I don't watch horror movies. And you go, I guess we'll watch it without you? The guy that kidnapped us in the first episode of B-Movie Battle would refuse to watch horror movies. So we just, all right, not in the show then. <laughs> what the fuck? He, he would refuse to watch Puppet Master. I was like, they're not going to be scary. Dick no, and I have watched nothing ever like, scary in a I, Puppet like, Master movie. Yeah, like, I, I would watch them. It's just I don't like watching movies by myself. It sucks. I noticed. You, you're you're a no, needy, you're a needy bitch movie. when it comes to movies. Yeah, it depends on the movie. If it's a good movie, I like to watch it by myself because don't fucking bother me. But if it's terrible, I want to watch it with people because it's fun to talk about. No, even if they're good, I like to watch them with people. I just like watching movies with other people. It's just I'm used to, yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I have a short attention span to begin with, so Needy when I bitch. watch a movie by by myself, bitch, I tend yeah. to drift, you know, because if, if we were yeah. to start early enough, would you be able to finish War of the Worlds? Yeah. All right. The '53 we'll version or the Spielberg? No, the '53 version, the okay. original. Yeah. I'm not going to make I mean, him watch the Tom Cruise version. I like the yeah, Tom I mean, Cruise like, one. Yeah, because if you want to do fine. it like after the show, I'm down. Because uh, you know, I just woke up like. But... <laughs> he fell off. The there he goes. Year. Frank does the same thing every time I boot him. He goes, oh, sits down. <laughs> <laughs> do it again, Frank. Pretend I just booted you. That's what he does every <laughs> single time. Oh, God, He's consistent. <laughs> okay, go up on the roof. Uh, he's about to shoot the little thing that's controlling the signal. Meg Foster shows up. I wish they would have showed Keith David die. That's my only complaint because she shows up. She has no bait where she's like, if you shoot that, I'll shoot him. That seems like the smart move, right? Instead, she shot him from the cut. And she has no... Do you suppose maybe it was it was a, a, a last-minute decision? Uh, I haven't combed through all the extra features on the, on the new Blu-ray yet, but maybe it was a last-minute decision. To you have, have 4K, my friend. Into... Yeah, I have the 4K. What there's a, there's a new anniversary edition that came out for 4K. yeah I do I'll, I'll go get it hold on I'm hoping awesome. you send me your Blu-ray because you got a 4K he said he's gonna check the commentary and see if they're all the same I understand but I think what Adam is saying is was it a decision Dick sorry no I'm saying they always reuse the same commentary on John John Carpenter movies yeah they're gonna I want to watch that now with commentary from uh, Roddy and and John. Because I, I was reading all about it, and I'm like, they sound like they're fun together. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... John Carpenter commentaries are funny. Is it going to be better than the movie? But he never gives you anything. Like, he talks, but he doesn't... In, 
he, he just doesn't. Is it better like, than the movie? Which one? Is it better than the movie? Yes. Adam, is the commentary better than the movie? Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. Actually, well, I haven't seen the commentary for the new one. This is the one that I had before. I had to spend a little extra for this because this is a... This is a Scream Factory original that came out in 2000. Adam, you have the 4K. I will send you money if you send me that. Like I said, okay, you check so, the commentaries. You do your thing. If it's all the same, send it to me. I'll send you money. I don't care. I want. I just don't want to pay 30 bucks for I, it. I want to. Yeah, if it's the exact same, I will totally send it to you because I'm, I'm not a huge fan of multiple copies of something unless it has different different commentary and shit. And then this is or, the new. This is the new one right here. Oh, so. yeah, that's got the original poster for you. Or it's yeah. dark guy. Well, the movie. This one does too, because because Scream Factory is cool. If I just take this and then flip it around, it actually has the. Uh, the I love the fact that it's half translucent right now. Oh. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I could. Yeah, no. The the only that. piece of media that I have bought on so many different formats, it's totally insane at this point. Is Dark Side of the Moon. I I I own Dark Side of the Moon on every streaming service. Every piece of media i i mean it's ridiculous oh, I, mean, I even frank frank, final, frank what final are you talking about i don't know what you're talking about oh dark, uh, dark side said, of the moon what oh yeah you know what, the you, what, are, you, what are you talking about frank it, oh it, it's just some no-name band or there's some fucking nerds i got some i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about man <laughs> my okay, hands so... just like to the moon <laughs> So, so yeah, this is the newer one, and then I don't know if this, yeah, this has I think some new, some new commentary, but mostly it has the newer sound. So when I, I really like, I, I like the cover of that one better. When I started buying the the Nick Cage movies on on Blu-ray, Frank goes, "Why don't you just print out the cases?" And I go, "Because that's not how I operate, Frank." <laughs> and then I totally did that this week. <laughs> I printed out a fake cover because this is $30 on Blu-ray. I'm not paying for that. I printed out the fake cover, and, and that's what I have. Because I'm not going to pay 30 bucks for this fucking movie. It sucks. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, imagine like, dropping 20 for Zandalay. At some point, I probably want the ward for my Twice. John Carpenter collection, but I want to pay as little for that fucking movie as I possibly can because fuck that movie. The ward what, what, is five ninety nine on Blu-ray. Adam, it's... if you send me that copy you have of They Live, I will send you a copy of, of The Ward. How about that? No, send okay. him a copy of Sandalane. Win-win. Win-win, right? Like a fair trade, sir. Sounds yeah. like a fair trade, right? Win-win. Win-win. I want that movie. You want The Ward? It's so fucking cheap. Why not? So, but yeah, this this is the, 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 the Scream Factory cover. Yeah, we're both getting a it. shitty movie in that transaction. I don't know what year that came out, but the, the thing is, is John Carpenter commentaries are hilarious because it's it, this this particular one. It's him and Roddy Piper talking through the entire thing, and a lot of it is Roddy Piper had a very fucked up life, and I think that's why he got the lead for this movie because uh, John Carpenter is trying to give him a, a second chance. So I'm glad you said that. Let's put a pit in that for one second. Sure. He goes up. Meg Foster shows up. She's like, don't shoot that motherfucker. And she pulls a gun on him, and he goes, fuck you, and shoots her. <laughs> and then everyone falls down like, oh, I've been shot. And then he shoots the thing and then gets shot by the helicopter. So he's dead. The signal got knocked out, though. What are, you, what are we looking at? I'm trying to see if my camera will focus in on it, that. It will not. The webcams are not good enough for that. What are you doing? 
It's one of those it, rea- it, reaction it, figures. Yeah, it's, a, it's an action figure of one of the guys from They Live. This re- isn't the kind of lens you expect to focus on something. They just, I just got it, dude. I know, I don't know if it was you'll cool. never have a webcam that does that. It, it will no. never happen. They don't have the great depth of well, field like a, like a film camera would. Well, the brand new GoPro, you could do it. You have to focus that automatically like on your own, though. So the 4K it won't do it automatically. The it will not. Version. I haven't been able. To, no, I promise. I haven't you. had time to watch the uh, the the special features because when I first get a movie, the first thing I want to do is just watch the feature like I'm in a movie theater, and then I'll go back and watch it with the commentary. I need to comb through the uh, the the uh, uh, features to see if they changed anything because this is just the the 4K UHD version. So sometimes they don't change these things, but. Scream Factory is really good. I mean, they usually don't don't cheap out when it comes to this kind of stuff. They they give you a lot of, of you know, a, a lot of bang for your buck when it comes to their stuff. They're they're like the the Criterion collection for like the obscure movies. You know? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. I like Shout Factory a lot. I love them. Frank, I'm looking, they do because I'm looking at the Prince of Darkness Shout Factory editions forty seven ninety five. And then the 4K well, Prince of Darkness is only twenty five dollars. That's on my yeah. wish list, by the way. Yeah, you can get this on. On a, I don't mean to cut you off, but on uh, eBay, they have Escape from New York, plus They Live, plus The Fog, plus Prince of Darkness in 4K Blu-ray for $59. It's just the movies, I think. There's no special features. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. They yeah, made I mean, Prince of Darkness in 4K? Yeah, they're in 4K. Why? But, uh, John, Carp- John Carpenter's commentaries are great because he's really, really cool to like his his staff and his the actors that are in his film. He He doesn't like hog the the microphone he doesn't like to try to toot his own horn or any of that kind of shit he's very anti-hollywood anti-corporation and he just straight up said he's like hey this this whole movie was a fuck you to the reagan era you know so i i just i'd had enough and i want to see how shiny donald pleasant's head is in 4k Show me I haven't Prince got of that Darkness. one. I don't think they've done that one in 4K yet. Uh, Frank just said they have European it. Release. Well, they got a European release, but not an American version. Here's my biggest Which tip. One? Sorry, can I? We're talking about Prince of Darkness, Dick. Yeah. If you're gonna buy any 4K, spend the money. It's 250 bucks or so. At, at the end of the day, buy the all-region 4K player. You don't have to fucking worry about a thing. You can get European cuts for 15 bucks, 20, 10 bucks. What is it? It's just an all region. It has like PAL. It has every fucking thing you can play. So any version of the movie you buy, you can play. Okay. The problem is some movies are on 4K only in Europe. So it's like right. it's like region two or three or mm-hmm. something like that. Asia's four, I think. For They'll region. offer them digital uh, in the United States, yeah. but then if you want to buy it physical, you'll have to get it from overseas. So if you see a little in the bottom right corner, it says like 18 that's yeah, all it that's says. The rating system. That's the rating system for Europe. That means it's a it's a foreign Blu-ray or I foreign 4K. I actually have one of those. I can show you right now. I have one as well for Nick Cage. But it means you can't play it on your regular player. But if you buy the all-region player, I have had an all-region uh, DVD player my my whole life. You can yeah. just buy whatever the fuck you want, and you get it super yeah. cheap because they're Europe is way I, cheaper. I, I, I always use my PS3 or 4 <laughs> for. But you can't you can't buy like foreign ones though because PS4s no, yeah, are. PS4s are only uh, uh, region American. one. That's yeah, all it is. One. No, you know, I, I didn't realize that 4K had a region free player. It does. So you have, it's that. it's a bit expensive right now. I think in about a year it's gonna be way cheaper. But right now, uh, it's... money is not an option. It's fine. 
250. I'm rich as fuck, it's, bitch. It's, it's, fuck. You see it's, the fridge it's, behind it's me? 250. You see this shit? <laughs> This is this is fucking this is a snack. In that case, Dick, buy me that what I'm talking about because I don't have it yet. Oh, uh, I, I I had a coupon for Sideshow Collectible site. I spent ninety four dollars on this. Yes, and all see that fifteen. That's an okay hey, look, movie. Phoenix, it's uh, it's uh, well, what's his face? It's it's it, it's your man. Uh, oh, you there. you can only get this on DVD in the United States. If you want the Blu-ray, you have to get the uh, the uh, European. But this is region oh, free. Oh. So. Speaking of that, I'm sorry, side. Uh, I just found this out the other day. Sideshow Collectibles, Steve. They're going to make a line of uh, Clint Eastwood collection. So Clint Eastwood hot toys are coming. Okay. Let's finish the movie. He turns around, okay. shoots the yeah. bitch, and she falls over dead. He shoots the signal. It goes out. He gets killed by the helicopter, like I said. And then we cut to, like, we get to see the aliens in... in Adam's over his shoulder. That's why I said put a pin in that. We get to see them in color for the first time. We see it's like the make. It's like when everything went 4K or, or HD and, and newscasters were, were ugly. We're like, oh shit, my face. Everyone sees them for what they really are at this point because there's no nothing blocking their signal anymore, which I thought was the most interesting thing in the movie. It just happened at the very very end. It's it's yeah, the, it, the it, pra- like, it's it's the practical joke that the movie's leading up to. Yeah. It's a reveal. I mean, it was almost like, you know, oh, cool, there's going to be another one. You know, it, it was such a cliffhanger. Yeah. And it's a tit shot. John Carpenter yes. has never made a movie to try to set up another movie. No, doesn't give a life. shit. I, I love that about him. He wants to move on to the next project. He's not ever, he's not James Cameron where he's like, I'm going to make 15 of these fucking avatars. He's only done stuff. one sequel, but that sequel feels more like a retread where he's like, I'm going to redo that movie. Contractual obligation, maybe. Yeah, it seems when he did the see it from LA, it seemed more like, I want to redo New York just with more money. Yeah, it didn't uh, seem I like a, a big budget version of a of a because because pretty much his his whole thing is he's doing drive-in movies. Yeah, for, for the modern yeah. age. Yeah, yeah, like New, Escape from New York was first, right? And then it went to L.A. Escape from New York is one hundred percent a drive-in. It's fifteen movie. years yeah. later, so eighty-one to ninety-six. Yeah, so he's doing he was doing a nineties version of his his eighties drive-in movie that he did. You know and what I, I saw Escape from L.A. at the drive-in. You know what's funny is Escape from New York. Sorry, Escape from L.A. is the second episode ever of Lord of the Land. Really? In 2013, we covered that movie because I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Seven years. It's, it's it was eight movie. years ago now. I it, saw Escape from L.A. in a giant multiplex fucking uh, IMAX theater in um, Corpus it, Christi. Except Texas. for the surfing scene, it's a solid fucking movie. The Echo multiplex I saw up there. This I still prefer giant. Yeah, I still mm-hmm. prefer New York, but New, yeah. L.A. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Steve Buscemi, Peter. Oh yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It, it was fun. Like it, you, you had to suspend so much disbelief, especially with the surfing scene. I was like, okay, this is this movie is going to be so over the goddamn top. The, I'm the, only just glad that the surfing scene. Well, I love, I love the it. ending. The bad guy the looks ending. like Che Guevara. Kurt Russell. Oh. Okay, but um, the first one was definitely cool, though. The first one was definitely fucking cool. Well, the suspension of disbelief is when Kurt Russell finds a pack of cigarettes in the fucking outskirts uh, out of California at yeah. the end of the movie. But you got uh, you got Bruce, and he's the doctor that's giving the shot there. 
That's, that part's fun. He has got like a weird plastic surgery face on. Yeah. They're ghouls. They're looking I, for plastic I love it. My, my mind sometimes gets my uh, my cameos crossed because there's that, that, that Joe Bob Briggs shows up in a cameo in Face Off. Yes. Yep. And, and then uh, Bruce Campbell shows up in Escape from L.A. And somehow I always get the two switched. You told me that before, and I totally get it. Yeah, and ma- they look that. exactly I alike. I see them differently. I'm like, why do I always get those confused? Hey, wait, Caster Troy. Caster fucking Troy. <laughs> So I still love uh, him in Casino. I was just gonna say when he puts has his boots up on the machine. <laughs> no, no. Well, Joe Bob's just the dumb, the dumb white man they have to have work there because he's a cousin. Yeah. Of the but guys that all, but she, all uh, uh, De Niro does is this guy has his boots up. Like he's making phone calls like a pussy because he's like, I don't want to cross any lines. He has his boots up. Well, yeah, because he he's with Joe Pesci. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Pesci I, I says, take that guy outside head first through the fucking. Yes. Door. That is. Fucking, that is my favorite Scorsese movie. You called my friend it's great, a, isn't it? number Wait, one. I'm so sorry. Good. I'm sorry. You called my friend a faggot and you put your <laughs> fucking boots on his table. What the fuck are you? That's when it, when he's talking to the guy, his, his uncle, and he's like, "Sorry, there's nothing else I can do." There, he's gone. There's so many people sorry, that like a... that like to jerk off how great Goodfellas is. And don't get me wrong; it's a great fucking yeah. movie, but. Because people sleep on Casino. Casino is way awesome. better. They forget that fucking Sharon Stone is the yeah. fucking standout in that movie. She steals the movie from everybody. She's fucking great in She that. plays James Courtney Woods. Love in that movie. Yeah, she's the real life Courtney Love. Tea. For sure. James Woods. With a kid I know. Lester. When he beats him up in his car, with his, he's like calls his friends in. <laughs> They'll beat the shit out of him in that uh, uh that car that it's they're... It's not his fault. It's yeah. not his fault. I'm a whore. I'm a whore. And I love that she just dies, like, going down the hallway. All she uh. had left was a couple of gold coins. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen to Courtney Love, so... My fault, like... <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's finish here. We finished the By movie. By the way, I just want to say, uh, I, 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 I just pulled up uh, Keith David. And oh. I didn't know he was in Platoon. Yeah. I know that. What, is it kind of like Fishburne in Fishburne Apocalypse Now, where he's a really small role? He's just not fifteen. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he didn't lie about his age. In Platoon too. He's also he, in uh, the Pitch Black and Chronicles of Riddick. Any? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Frank, Riddick, he didn't pull it out for air, honey. Suck it already. Also, what? Keith David, the the HBO animated series of Spawn, which is the the definitive version of that fucking movie. Yes. His version of Spawn is the fucking best. Just absolutely Fuck. perfectly nails yes. that character. Wanda. His voice is epic. Yeah. 100% agree with you, Adam. I mean, Spawn wouldn't be as great as it was without him. Period. Oh, oh, Maid Marian. <laughs> Hello, Maid Marian. <laughs> and, and he was the arbiter in, in, uh, in, nice in Halo. Halo 2. Yeah. Fatty Chicks. You have a beautiful view. That's about fatty chicks. Someone censored it. Yeah, damn it. Fuck. Well, I mean, um, is it the um, Frank or the beans? Uh, is it the Frank or the beans? Right. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get the beans by the French? Platoon. Platoon. There you go. That is him. Holy shit. Things in this world that you don't ever.
never mess with. One of them happens to be another man's fries. We got robbery, assault, God arrest, damn right resisting arrest. That. We got a collection agent for the mob. Two of these guys have done serious time. Look, they're the best at what they do. This is a... And I'm not so optimistic. Armageddon. Armageddon. We spend two hundred and fifty billion dollars a year. On I thought that was uh, David Keith next to him. James Lee and Joe Lee's in the hands of a bunch you of You know, I was so pissed, guys. He showed up last year in that movie Twenty One Bridges with uh, uh, the guy that played uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, and he has no lines in the fucking movie. You know what's funny? Like two lines in it. He's Keith David. He looks like David Keith. <laughs> he looks so much like him, doesn't he, Dick? Keith David and David Keith have been in a movie, I think. Have they? they have been, I think they no. have been in a movie. But the thing was, they crossed, they crossed across from each other, and the universe exploded. Okay, let me look this up. Uh, David Keith. Here's the other reverse name. He plays a shitty diner in every movie. Does it not look like this guy? Okay, here's Keith David, <laughs> yeah. or David Keith. Oh, he's, he was look in at him. Firestarter. Yeah. Look at him. He's close. Very close. Very close. Then again, all white people look the same to me. Jerry, was David Keith and Keith David in a movie? You're not wrong. They, all, they do all look alike. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> white people. Fucking white I want to see this fucking this, this exact line where he says they didn't pull up for air, honey. Well, yeah. I love uh, uh, Keith David in Dead Presidents. He's fucking awesome in that movie. Oh, fuck yeah, he That's is. A good movie. Okay, everyone quiet. Movie. I love that movie. I don't hear anything. Hold on. Yeah, I think you forgot to share audio. No, audio is sharing. It's really quiet. Oh, oh I barely hear it now, yeah. Jesus Christ. Keith David has had 331 credits. Eventually, he goes, he pulls out his dick in front of her because she's selling herself for heroin. She, he goes, I didn't pull it off her air, honey. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. Ready? I'm hungry. Okay. I don't want to watch him making out with a chick. It's just great. I mean, Ernie Hudson didn't do it with Leo. Come Shut on the now. fuck up, Frank. He just said it. I can't hear it. I'm sorry, Phoenix. No, it's fine. You. I know. He goes, I know it's pretty, but I didn't pull it off her hair. That, that movie makes me feel dirty. On IMDb page for Keith David, most of his quotes are about gargoyles. The cartoon yeah. show. <laughs> what the fuck? The cartoon show. It's like it's a good show, but it's like, wow, it's oh, all about gargoyles. I'd rather watch why don't we get shows like like Spawn anymore? A fucking adult animated show about a fucking comic book. About you sexual know, gargoyles. That's because the you know, it's snowflake culture, man. <sighs> I'm trying to see if David Keith and Keith have been in a movie together. I mean, that show held nothing back. It gave no fucks. Nothing was safe in that movie, in that show. If I mean, if it's not a prequel or a sequel, they can make money off of them. They um, had some interesting characters on that show, that was for sure. That's an understatement. Um, Officer to Gentleman, White of the Eye, and Cloverbend. Man, he's been in a lot of movies. I'm just like yeah. scrolling through them, and I'm only in 2010, and I'm like, wow. But memorable would definitely be this one because he he elevates this movie quite a bit and also uh, uh, a fantastic performance in in the thing. 
Yeah, we should finish. You're right, Adam. Um, he's great in the thing. He's great in this. I wish he was the main star over Roddy Roddy Piper. He could be, but I, I think it, it's it it's because people just didn't accept the lead. Yeah, I, he has the, way more charisma than Roddy Piper at, he at had a lot this more, point. More credits, yeah. He had a lot more street Again, cred than we're Roddy talking Piper. No, nineteen eighties movies. Not I've even. I've only ever seen. Star. Okay, I've only ever seen Roddy Piper in two movies. Okay, They Live and Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah. Okay, and and. Hell comes to Frogtown. That's that's a time waster. It's unwatchable. Okay? It's it's all the fucking, sequels are too. It's a too. time waster. It's you know so. But well, you can, add, you can't deny that Keith David has way more charisma at, in oh, this movie, yeah. this particular movie, than Roddy Piper. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because in this movie, he's just he's just Roddy Piper. He, he's you know Keith David can embody any character. And I, I am here to chew gum and kick yeah. ass. I will in speak fact, as slowly I, as you possible. Could, you could rewrite this movie and not have a guy that just wanders in a town named Nada. You could have Keith David trying to to go about his ways and doing. He's what he not says named he's Nana. He's credited as Nana. He's credited as not. They never refer to him by his name in the movie. But actually, um, actually, Adam. Actually, actually. He, he's not. Actually. He's not. Um, who cares? Fuck. <laughs> fuck <laughs> this movie. Actually, actually, the Epstein Drive. Was, um, actually, consumerism is bad, so therefore you should follow what John Carpenter says is in this movie. And blah, blah, blah. But it, it's uh, no matter how you feel about any kind of politics, this this movie's a good allegory for any any situation where good you think you figured shit out and nobody believes you. It's perfect allegory for it. Yeah. It's, what it's if it's like more like Twitter Zone? But uh, people don't. It is. Understand. It's that's a good reference there. There for in 1984. Yeah, it's influenced by that for sure. There's there's a lot of Orwell shit going on here. What about if there's more reference by Twitter Zone? Reagan is bad. You get it? Yeah. Do you yeah. get it? The, 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 this is pre that, so that this is his way of saying it. But he, he packs it all in a nice little little eighties B movie. You know, uh, uh, science fiction ha- is actually most science fiction is very political. Do you so. get it? I got it. He Reagan's bad. Reagan's bad. There's a movie. Reagan's Reagan bad. Republicans are bad. So, guys, with the movie being finished now, he dies. He sees the guy at the bar. I thought that scene was going to go somewhere where you see the guy at the bar because that's, like, the, the most famous shot from the movie. Because it's the only one in color, really. And I thought yeah, that was going to... You always see these guys in black and white until yes. the end. Then they show them in color. Because so. the, the whatever they have protecting them drops. My favorite part of the movie is that shit drops. I wish, much like uh, Adam... Um, what's that... Twilight is an episode you love called what can, oh, uh, Eye of the Beholder. Oh, Eye of the Beholder. Yeah. Much like that, I want to see that ending lead into something more than I want to see everything that preceded it. I want to see where the fuck this goes from here. But we don't. I could see something like this as a potential TV show. You know because I mean? like, like you, you all you go, see is yeah. that guy at the bar going... And there's no emotion because the mask isn't as articulate him, as yeah. you want. So he's just kind of like... And that's it. And it cuts. And you see titties, like Richard said. The, the guy goes, what's wrong, titties. baby? And he's, this lady's riding him. And he's... <laughs> it's, it, I like that it ends, on a, it ends on a joke, though. It's fucking yeah. great. Yeah. 
that was one of the few times when I was a kid where I was allowed to watch boobs because it was so funny. So like you know, most time I was like shielded from nudity like like till I got older. That was don't one of the few watch, situations where it was okay. Don't watch Zandalay. Squiggly lines with nudity. Oh, sorry. <laughs> YouTube. Uh-oh. Sorry. Sorry, YouTube. Oh, sorry. YouTube's not going to catch that. I'm going to guarantee it. Where you know I'm going to guarantee they do not catch that. There goes my I did that for a reason. Career. I went out of my way to do that. They will not catch that. Podcasting there goes my podcast career. <laughs> I'll be demonetized. Because here's the thing. If they do, we still have a fucking podcast. This is a podcast first. Oh, fuck them. Actually, actually, it's a live stream. <laughs> no, fuck them. Uh, they will not catch that. But the this point is a is, podcast being recorded and you're you know thanks for being here to watch it yeah and, but but fuck you the, she's riding a but, dude you know, fuck you she looks down and and he's like what's wrong baby and he's got the monster face and, yep. and she flash to the credits and I, then I immediately yeah yeah credits john carpenter and oh my god what the fuck's happening in this picture oh man three men are jerking off on this lady <laughs> What the fuck? How did, how did you guys like the music of this one? Uh, I, I'm always a big fan of the of the soundtracks. We mentioned that at the like very it. beginning. Love it. Did you? It, it's yeah, it's kind it. of like a blues riff, and they just kind of keep playing on it. It just kind of keeps going on for. I was going to say that's that. Exactly it's what Frank said. Repeating blues riff. That's all it is. Like, you know what, though? It's just enough to build tension. It's perfect. It's all so John Carpenter is, is I want to do the most simple thing I can do to continue and build. And that's yeah, it. John Carpenter is, is a less is more guy, and that's what I like about and him. I, he can do a lot. I completely agree with lot. you. Yeah. He yeah. does nothing. Um, he does as close to nothing as he can. And like like uh, the the three of us on the right here, me and Dick and, and Adam, we, we watch a lot of RLM. They talk you don't watch RLM, Frank. That's why that? I said exactly Red Letter Media. We watch a lot of that. Jay loves mm. loves John Carpenter's score. I completely fucking agree. John Carpenter's score saves his movies, enhances yeah. it because it's so simple, and it keeps you going into the next scene. It, it's not there to go like Christopher Nolan or like some sort of. I was gonna say John, how many John how many Williams actors, score. How many directors uh, do you know that score their own movies? I mean, they know exactly what kind of mood they want to evoke, and he had Robert the Rodriguez. He had the benefit of having uh, his, his dad work. I know in, uh, one was a composer, so he, had, no. he knew how to compose his own movies. No, know? it's so. Sergio Sergio Leone. No, how's Ennio Morri? No, Morio because Pony. he worked directly with him. He knew exactly how to right. score his films. Ennio was there. No. Yeah, the contracts were already done, and they played it on the uh, when they were shoot the movie to get the shots timed out right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was already pre-established because those movies weren't shot with sound because they were going to read redubbed anyway. That was so the way they played. filmed everything. But that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. Ennio worked exact with yeah. with him, and they they created it together, and that worked because they just this is what I want. This is what we need. Keep it simple. Yeah. Keep get out of here. Spielberg right. or yeah. Nolan is like, let's have loud, obnoxious mu- music throughout our fucking movie. Well, especially Nolan, man. He, Nolan he really is so bad. That to, to the point to where it, it burns a hole in my skull. When yes. It, 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 when, when the music is so loud that it drowns out the fucking dialogue, yeah. the part that you're trying to emphasize, you're doing it wrong. His sound mixes are so bad in his movies. I don't know how the guy has gone so Sorry, what, Adam? Sorry, you're trying exactly. to say something. Adam, exactly. I'm so sorry. Adam, you're trying to say yeah, something we there. we were trying to emphasize the point. Adam, hold on.
Okay, here we go. Adam, go ahead and continue what you're saying. It won't happen <laughs> again, exactly I promise. exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that's not music. That is a noise. Okay, that's an artificial noise to just distract everybody. But so. I do appreciate the fact that how he made that noise was he slowed down that French song to like a thousandth of what it is, and that's how he got it. Because it makes the sense in, the, in that, the structure of the movie. The really? other thing that yes. John Carpenter does that, that really works for me, too, is there's there's two things that you'll see. Like, what is like, Dick we're, doing? We're, we're, we were joking last night about the Spielberg stare. John Carpenter has his own stare, too. It's a real wide, like, like pulled-back shot, like really distant shot. And it's just somebody just staring blankly and just walking blankly. Like there's almost no life or soul inside of a character. They do that really well in Prince of Darkness. They're just kind of... Just fucking standing there and staring, so, and it's creepy. It makes the hair stand up on your on your neck. You know, it's, that was stretch. my visual of the anger rising as you guys were bashing Christopher Nolan. I love Christopher know. Nolan. You and I love Christopher Nolan. I do love Christopher. Memento Nolan. is my second favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, no. Prestige like is Dark Knight. Prestige yeah. is in my top ten. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's me a dark, too. The Dark Knight is the the quintessential perfect superhero movie. Yeah. I like yeah, yeah. Dark Knight is my third favorite Christopher Nolan movie. No, mm-hmm. and I still fucking love Dark Knight. So, and Insomnia is in my top hundred as well. That, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. So I, I have five or six movies of Christopher Nolan in my top hundred. So there's definitely just, no shit talking he here. He does that with his, his scores, though. Yes. More yeah. like Interstellar, and I heard he did it that, again. That's in Hans and, Zimmer, and Hans Zimmer does that in every movie that he does. I don't like Hans Zimmer. Yeah, I think at all. Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer is that he's trying to be John Williams too much? No, he wants to be John Williams. Plus, hey, I'm fucking here. Hey, yeah, I'm yeah. the I'm the guy that makes music. And he, and he rips off himself. He does. He's, if you he's, he's the like he's done. Uh, Thin Red Line is the exact same soundtrack. Fuck from that movie. Fuck that movie. Thin yeah, hold Red on, hold on, Frank. Man. You don't want to see Woody Harrelson talking about the battles. I was sitting there. I'm, An I'm, hour and a half in of the Thin Red Line, they should have ended it. I'm Jim. I'm Jim Caviezel. I've been stranded on a Philippine island. Let's talk about the horrors Frank, of war in voiceover. You didn't see the, the other five-hour cut of Thin Red Line, which is the good one. I saw it in theaters, dude. It, I wanted to hang myself. It's awful. There's it like is. 75 different cuts of Thin Red Line. You know what the oh, problem is no. with that? Is Terrence Malick had way more stars in that movie than Spielberg did in Saving Private Ryan, but Saving Private Ryan engaged its audience. Well, so people it, it worship way Terrence better. Malick. It, Terrence Malick fucking sucks. He's a douchebag film school reason, student, and he never advanced. But uh, He's like 65 now, and he's still doing shit at like film school shit. Have you ever tried to watch a Terrence Malick movie all the way through? He's, no. Other than Thin Red Line. I will not watch Tree of Life. I will not watch anything like that. I watched Tree of Life. I want to beat Terrence Malick to death. Fuck Terrence Malick. Does anybody remember the end of the last uh, um, uh, Lord of the Rings uh, movie where it just would not end? Yes. I watched that with this guy right here. He made and me like, watch yeah, that like shit. At the end, you're like, oh my god, I got a piece so bad. Well, this I wanted crazy. to throw things, Frank, when I saw that. I just wanted oh to my. throw everything I had. Like, just you fucking can stop. Can I bring up it. one story? It involves this guy right here. He also he made me watch uh, the third Lord of the Rings movie, which I fucking don't like Lord what of the Rings. Bastard. He made me watch the third one. I didn't this mind it. I, I just rewatched it again like a, a week and a half ago. Didn't mind it. Two but we also watched... Uh, White noise together. Do you remember that? 
And I had to pee worse than I have in my entire life. And I finally get up and went, got to go to the bathroom. Nothing I can do here. And I left the, left the theater and I came back and I was like, what the fuck's happened? You go, oh, he died. I go, what the <laughs> fuck? I was gone for a minute and a half. And you're like, yeah, Michael Keaton's dead. I'm like, I missed the only thing that happened in that movie. I was so angry. I fucking hate that movie because of that. That was the Galleria uh, in uh, uh, Hollywood. We went to the. Oh, I thought that was uh, at the uh, Civic Theater. I thought that was at uh, uh, the Grove. The Grove, sorry, the Grove. Yeah. Yeah, the we Grove, watched that at the, the Grove. Theater, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grove. <laughs> that was. I, I, the movie wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible, but I, I was like, mm, I was hurting my urethra. That's how bad I had to pee. And Best I was like, gotta I fucking go. Rush out too, because nobody was there, so <laughs> I got blown the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> by uh, uh, what's his name from Friday? No, by Christopher Tucker. Wife. He oh. treats you good. <laughs> Chris Tucker yeah, is movie, mean head. The movie was so bad, nobody was in the movie theater that you know just figured, you know what, this movie sucks. How about you just blow me the whole time? <laughs> Adam, when you're clicking, I think you're you're messaging us. What are you what are you sending? I wasn't saying anything. So okay. the Nick sent me something. And I was reading it. That's all. We should probably leave, right? Let's get out of here. Um, this was longer than fucking the other show we did. No, well, not there's yet. substance here. I'm, <laughs> no. sure, I'm sure that, here, that show was wonderful. Here's the problem it's with hard. last night. Then when we did our two twilights and episodes, we have another 40 minutes to go before we reach last night's total. Oh Jesus! That okay. is true. We yeah. went to almost midnight my time, which is yeah. two in the morning Adam's time and Frank's yep. time. We went really fucking late because we haven't talked in a while. We wanted to talk to each other. So, yeah. but it's I'm glad we talked the, about this. I want to pick next week's episode because I don't know who's going to be here. So, Dick picked this episode. I 100% won't be here next you, week. You won't. Frank may or may not. Um, I'll be here. Oh, will you? Can I pick the next episode or, or do you want to pick it? Who? Me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Are you are you one hundred percent going to be here next week? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to pick next week's episode for John Carpenter, or do you want me to? Well, I'm really looking forward to doing the thing, but I know Adam does too, right? Yeah. Well, let's save on the thing. Things. I'm going to do a movie that I don't really know that well. Like, like I want, I want to do thing with like us four. So yes. If we could so let's wait. Let's wait one more week because Adam has one more week of the expanse. So let's, let's let me choose first, and then you can choose next week. Yeah, we're okay. we're taking a break after next week, so I'll be one hundred percent available for all the other ones after next week. I'm gonna so choose. Next... Oh God, guys, how much I want to torture you. Um, I also have. I should mention before we pick is I have his scripts that he wrote in the movies. So I have like uh, Blood River, oh, El Diablo, uh, stuff like that. Too. Yeah. Stuff nobody's watched. Else. I have shit like that on my list. Silent Predators from 99, which is like a snake movie. Um, but he wrote the scripts. But I'm going to pick um, uh, Ghost of Mars because I fucking oh, hate that movie. God. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I want to like get it out of the way. I like it. I like it. I it's like that awful. movie too. It's fucking no, I like, awful. Oh, I, I hate the fucking movie. I like. Oh, the, you? No, yeah. I, I like the movie. Yeah. Is it going to be worse? I, I didn't know he did Christine. Yes. Oh, yeah. Christine's great. Eighty-three. Yeah, Chris, Christine. Uh, John Carpenter meets meets. Uh, Christine's good. Uh, Stephen King. Yeah. It's, it's Is that you, Graham? I okay. love Christine. I've seen it so many times. I love that. Closing movie. thoughts on. Sorry, Frank. Um, That's okay. All tied all together. The Christine. reason. I, 
Oh, go ahead. The, the, the tie it all together. Christine's lead. What was his name? The guy from Back to School. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you I'm, really want to save Ronnie Dangerfield? Is that what you want me to no, say? It, <laughs> no. I, I don't. I don't remember Gordy. his name, but I know who you're talking about. Gordy or whatever. That was Christopher Nolan's personal assistant. Was it really? He is. Per, he is. He was an assistant to Christopher Nolan, and He's I guess successful the, director the, now too. Yeah. Do you know that Christopher Nolan got his career going in, in the early movies when he was being produced by Emma Thompson or Emma Thomas or whatever her name is? When they show up at Leonard's tattoo parlor and they do the tattoo, it's called Emma's tattoos. That's a reference to her. <laughs> That's oh, true. His big titted wife. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Emma though. Thomas got big ass titties that won't quit. His name is Keith Gordon. He played Arnie Keith Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Keith the point Gordon. is, I want to see Ghost of Mars because I saw it when it came out and I go, this is a piece of shit. But oh. the question is, is it going to be more of a piece of shit than they live? Uh, That's debatable. You? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna... It's, it's, it's it? not as multi-layered is it? as They Live. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here so we go. So you didn't like They Live. You didn't like this movie very well, much? Well, let's do our scores. Dick, Give oh. out of 10, what's your score for this? For uh, they, they Live? live for, it is a 7 for me. A solid 7. Okay. I, I, I enjoy it. I like it. I haven't seen it as many times as the other John Carver movies. I've always seen pieces of this movie, but I've never really watched it all together. But I've seen it all the way through, Wrong. but not multiple times. Wrong. But okay. I, I mean, seven. It's 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 fun. It's a fun movie, and I used I, I knew Roddy Piper's daughter, wonderful girl. I think I met Roddy once. So very nice people. Wonderful. You think? So I think I did. How do you not know that? He's a pretty substantial I, guy I in our lives. So bad of my life. <laughs> I have a bad. I don't. You told me things that I don't remember that you said I said. So oh, I don't same thing with you. You do the same thing. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Sin City with you. If you remember you, film I school, I was, I drank a lot of Heineken thanks to Remco and his fucking dad. Remember yeah, my well, fridge was yeah. completely full to the brim yeah. with with Heineken. Well, I hope Remco's dad's okay. He's got terminal cancer. Last time I checked. Sorry. Oh, that brought everything <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just found that out like a couple. I love his dad. His dad is so good. I'm gonna talk to him. I'll yeah. talk to him tomorrow. Oh man, I I, I, I spent a week with his dad. Yeah, out his dad is so much fun. He oh. was a ama- he's an amazing guy. So I, he is. I, I hope he's, I hope he's doing good, but I haven't heard anything. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm kind of like, you should call. You no, should. I'll talk to Remco tomorrow. That is yeah, a bummer. See what how his dad's doing because I I didn't ask him. For you guys know. in the bottom row, Remco is a guy from uh, Holland that was in our film school, and he's the sweetest fucking guy. And his dad is the same way. And you're just—he bought me. He works for Heineken, like the beer corporations. And he came over to to the states to visit Remco when we were about to graduate. And he just went, "Yeah, here we go." And he had like a corporate card where he got like ten percent of the price. And he just filled my fridge with Heineken for That's like awesome. twenty bucks. It was <laughs> a thousand bottles. Me and Perry just drank all of it. That's a How fucking bummer. Like five days. But the point is, it's like a fucking <laughs> bummer. That oh man okay um, Adam out of ten uh, I go nine out of ten and that's that's because I'm really biased I mean I you know I, I obviously I'm a big John Carpenter fan I'm not gonna talk about that all fucking day but um, it, it's 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 pulpy it's fun it's campy I don't think it, it's not a ten because Roddy Piper's clearly not lead actor material but I still think he did the best he could with uh, what they were trying to do here so I, I, I applaud that. 
Um, I we did talk about some of the continuity errors, and it got kind of towards the end of the movie. It kind of gets to where it kind of stops giving as much of his shit as it does in the setup, and that's kind of classic Carpenter too. Like he's really good with the setup, but when it comes to the payoff, things start getting a little rushed towards the last act. Yeah, so uh, that happens, you know, and and also unlike a movie like The Thing, which terrified the shit out of me as a kid. That movie, I think, has more layers than than uh, They Live does. But I like movies like this where you take a very simple B-movie concept and you put some kind of an allegory or a twist to it to where you can dissect it and have all these yeah. things represent different stuff. I love movies like that. RoboCop's a good example of something like that. The so. satirical element. RoboCop does the comedy better. You felt oh, yeah. like, It felt like to me when I was watching this, John Carpenter <clears throat> really wanted to do... The Paul Verhoeven, speaking of Remco, the Paul Verhoeven satirical TV elements. He just, right. that part felt flat for me. because Only because right. I was thinking of Robocop. And I'm like, Robocop yeah, fucking nails it. Ro- Robocop's one of those things you guys were talking earlier, like you read something like this fucking piece of shit. I don't blame Paul Verhoeven for looking at something called Robocop in the 80s and thinking, what the fuck? But you look and see what he did with something like that. And you see a movie that has so many layers built on top of this B-movie action premise. It's great. He I think is, this is definitely his him trying to do a RoboCop type of yeah. movie. Um, it's still really great. It's held up well. Like most Carpenter movies, they find their audiences several years after they come out. You know, yeah. they, then they yeah. build a following. So I was going to say, this, Paul Verhoeven is a lot like John Carpenter. He doesn't give a shit similar. about Hollywood. There's, I want to they make this movie. Si- they do similar movies. They 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 very much embrace the, the violence and the the uh, the the satirical elements of things. They like to they like to make fun of people and things and events in their movies subtly, not beating you over the head with politics. Just Except Starship. Sati- <laughs> well, Starship, but I mean Starship's fucking great in its own in its own way. I mean it, it it's that one was so fucking off the wall that it took me years to figure it out. You know, I, I didn't even understand the fucking satire of it until I got older and I was able to understand. And you're like, oh, where, it's a joke. Casper Van right. Dien is not an actor. <laughs> With I fucking get it. RoboCop, I knew all the jokes. And then when I got older, I started seeing even more layers that I didn't notice yeah. before. So I think that one's held up better than this one. This one, once you get over the surface level of the whole underground society and shadow government thing, that's really all this movie has to offer. So... But for what they did, and and it doesn't overrun its runtime or wear out its welcome, I still say it's a solid 9 out of 10. Okay. Frank, out of 10, what do you want to give this movie? They live. Honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself, Adam. 9 out of 10. Everything you just said, I back up 100%. I really can't add to that. Perfect. I'm surprised Dick gave it a 7 out of 10. You guys are at a 9. I liked it because... Like I said, there's not too many movies I remember exactly where I was, what, where, and who I watched it with, and and like I remember where I was sitting in the room watching it. You know, there's not too many movies I can it remember. Left that too. much of an impression on you that you remember exactly. where you were because it was so different. You know, and I love unique, different shit that I've never seen before. And this, you know, they didn't take it too seriously, but it was so fucking cool. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Like that's why I give it nine out of ten because there's not too many movies I can remember where I was okay. when I first saw. Yeah. I'm a cinema snob, so I'm very, very, very. Oh fuck you! Very... You're a writer. <laughs> what do you mean? All right. Um... 
I this guess is the guy that, that likes the, the fucking Julie Strain movies with me on the weekend. I know your secret, sir. I guess this falls to me to really ruin the average here. Um, so out of 10, I, I like most of it. Um, it falls apart in the third act, like Adam was saying. I completely agree with him 100,000%. The movie just goes... But I enjoyed the ride when I was there. That's all it's about. The first half, I was like, all right, here we go. He, he's a homeless guy, kind of. He's pretty much homeless at the beginning. Let's just so unsay it. And I know Roddy Roddy Piper, who's like backstory, because I, I follow the guy. He's really in the comedy, so of course I follow the guy. He's friends with so many comedians in, in, the, in the comedy community, especially the... Uh, the, the comedy spot in L.A. and shit like that was really depressed when he died because he frequented those those clubs. And uh, so it bummed me fuck out when he died. He also reminds me of Bill Paxton a lot, one of my favorite actors. And I, the guy yeah. I genuinely cried over when he died, I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. He's, he's literally in my top five actors of all time. I, I love that guy. There, he, there's a character actor that was fortunate enough to be a lead in a major motion picture, yeah. so good on him. He He's a guy that when he died, I was like, holy... Like, it took me back. Like, I fucking knew the guy, but I didn't. So yeah, when, yeah, when Roddy yeah. died, I... Uh, I only ever cried from, like, one celebrity death that I don't Chester. know. Chester. That was Chester Benner. Yeah. yeah. When the show's over, I'll tell you, or later, I'll tell you, uh, I got a bunch of Bill Baxson stories. Because I worked with the guy that did you, who started his first movie was U five seven one, so he said I spent months with Bill Paxton. He had all these stories, and Bill Paxton, I wish I would have met this man. He yeah. was amazing. Yeah, he was hardly in that movie, but <laughs> funny, funny motherfucker. But there are some scenes that don't make sense. The Meg Foster shit doesn't add up to me. I don't know where she's coming from, where she stands in this, this allegiance here with the aliens. If she's part of it from the beginning or if she realizes when he, she grabs the glasses from him after she twilight zones him out the fucking window or if she's there from the beginning. But, but Carpenter kind of says it doesn't fucking matter. Let's move right. on. The, the, the Meg Foster thing, is, it's, it's like you said, it, it's it's the movie's laziest attempt at trying to have a twist. Yes. Because okay? it, it does get lazy in the third act. I sure. didn't like that she shot yeah. Keith David in the back of the head for no fucking reason. Well, she should have used him. David. She should have used him as a hostage to be like, don't shoot the fucking satellite or I'm going to shoot him. But instead she shows up like, don't use it, don't shoot it. And, and then she's dumb. I'm going to give it, out of 10, an 8. Wow. That's pretty good. I fucking love the movie. That's hard for you, man. I've been... That that, that sounds like you had a good time. I've been sarcastic this entire episode. I fucking love this movie. I'll give it an (laughs) 8. I had to be the one... I knew this episode, we were all going to love it. So I had to be the one that pretended to be a zero. So You had to be the red herring. I had to, because we all loved it. It's a great movie. What are you going to say? It's awful? No, most people I... most people love this, and and th- there's a lot of people that are waiting for me to, to fucking review the Blu-ray, which I need to get done pretty soon here. But I have to go through all the extra features before I can give it that. But I will say this: if you're looking for that that DTS surround sound that you like, like the the fucking Dolby Atmos, 
is in this, and I love Dolby Atmos. That shit is badass. That's the 3D profile sound. Do yep. you have... If the car goes across the street, it sounds like it's going across the street. So. If you don't have the speaker set up, it's kind of a, a waste. Well, you just get a good set of headphones. That's all I do. Is I, I, I buy the, the really good headphones with the fucking uh, 5.50mm drivers, and I, I get all of that Atmos effect right in my ears. So I, I Personally, I don't agree. That's just me, though. Yeah, you need the I mean, you need the speakers around your head. You do, but when you, when you live with uh, other no, people, you I'm have the to same make compromises. way. <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't have the room for it, but I would mm, to well, judge the I mean, sound. Like, I need like, the speakers. Like, like when you're sim racing and the iRacing finally went to Adobe Atmos, that they accepted that format. Man, like sim racing became so much more immersive because you could hear like if there's a car passing you on the left or right or. It's just, you know. I will tell you this: if you you've got you've got the the audio technos because similar to mine. If you get these Atmos enabled, it's like one fee, fifteen bucks. Okay, you get this headset enabled. Once you have it, you have it on every headset you ever own. If you if you run that through and watch the new version of They Live 4K with the with the Atmos, you'll be genuinely impressed. I promise you. Yeah. All right. It's hard for me to let up the facade. I fucking love this movie. It was so much fun. And was it? It was. It was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and there are those those things I mentioned earlier that are problems for me. But it's one of those movies, kind of like uh, Dark Knight Rises, where the problems shouldn't deter you from liking the movie because it really doesn't. It's not about the, those issues. It's about he's gonna see this for what it is and overthrow. It's the Matrix. It's the first Matrix movie. It really is. It's it's like the Matrix. And you know what else this is too? This is the perfect midnight movie. Like yeah. this this is that movie that you might not have heard of. It looks like it's gonna be a total piece of shit. Whatever, I'll watch it till I fall asleep. And then you're sitting there and you're enjoying it so much that you're gonna follow this fucker all the way to the end credits. It's it's that. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it was it was so much fun from beginning to end. And I I, I teased it earlier when I said I was telling Dick earlier, I, I took a break in the middle. Yeah. I took a break right when he was going through like the alleyway or something like that, and I came back and I was like, here we go. And I was so excited, and I watched the rest. I'm like, fuck yeah. Prettiest way, when the fight started, I, I paused is... it, and I was screaming for Missy. Missy, I'll come down yeah. here. This is another, another one of those examples, too, man, where it's it's like Hollywood can't fucking get their shit together, and they, they judge, these studios judge these movies based on what their box office take-ins were. This was a flop, okay, and... So um, was the thing. Number one. So was the thing. All right, and then there's yet they're still in 2021. They're getting 4K fucking releases. Uh, Shout Factory with with fucking Dolby Atmos and shit like that. That's John Carpenter for you in a nutshell. You can't measure him by what the box office take was. They find their audiences later. His shit is like ahead of its time. Uh, people learn to appreciate it later for what it is. Like we mentioned earlier, we, we like the minimalist approach that he, he takes towards his movies. The fact that the, his movies are, are kind of self-aware. They don't take themselves too super seriously. seriously. Yeah. You yeah. know, th this is this is a, a great fucking parody type movie. It, it, it's, it's you know, it, it, it's it's borderline. It's, 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 it's like a parody of, of Invasion of the Body Snatchers is what it is. It was just a fun movie to make, and it, it, it didn't take itself too seriously. That's the best thing you could possibly say about it. Didn't take itself too seriously, and that's what made it so great. Because if they did, this would have sucked. 
you know, if they tried to make this and like this, this ripper. image here, this, this obey and the whole thing with the sunglasses be, is become synonymous with every fucking thing in pop culture now that, that mm-hmm. has to deal with, you know, wake up and smell the coffee or take off the sunglasses and realize that you wake know, up sheeple that shit all of that stuff on twitter man it, i love reproduced and everything else this this face right here has been attached to so many different fucking things Holy over the years shit. a lot of things i don't agree with a lot of them i do and and it, you can well here's can, the stuff adam doesn't any way you want to here's the stuff adam does agree with because this movie was collected by like uh or, or championed by the neo-nazis and they decided that this movie's about the Jews taking over Hollywood, and Adam totally is on board with that. But the movie, <laughs> it, and John Carpenter's like, no, and Adam's like, yeah. As and, Nada says. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Adam, you're not on board with that? No. Okay, sorry. No, not, you're half mistaken. right because of the failure of Big Trouble in Little China. He wanted to go after the Jews. Fuck oh, guys. he's like, fuck that's China. What, that's what I heard. That's Fuck right. China, the Jews. Yeah, a, a movie that at least decided to have the Asian as the lead, and the, the guy that's that thinks he's the lead is actually the sidekick. It's fucking a brilliant concept that yeah. nobody ever fucking figured out right away. Can we do a real quick, what's the John Carpenter movie you haven't seen since you were a kid? For me, it's Big Trouble in Little China. Starman. Okay. Dick? I haven't seen Starman since I was a little kid. I, I've pretty much seen everything as an adult. Fuck so you, I Frank. I can't really... To answer that question, uh, I mean, I'm looking and it's um, Elvis, Prince of Darkness, I, maybe. I almost chose Elvis today. I, I haven't seen that one, and I also haven't seen the uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. I've never really? Seen that oh, no. I tried to watch Memoirs of an Invisible Man the other day, couldn't do it. You know what? It's Chevy That's... Chase, dude. How good can it fucking be? It's bad. Number one, fuck Chevy Chase. Number that's two, why. that's the other one I haven't seen since I was a kid. Yeah. No, but I remember that movie it's more because it's way more simple than and Big Trouble. Big Trouble's got a lot more going on than uh, Invisible yeah, Man. I, I've seen Vampires. There's not much going on there. It's Bon Jovi shows up in the yeah, sequel, right? Bon Jovi, yeah. Okay, okay I, I got it. Village of the Damned. I've seen that one. It's okay. It's good. No, okay. it, it, that yeah. movie's fine. It's yeah, not I great. Seen it since, I, since it came out. So. Uh, last time I saw that, I was in the military. I saw that, yeah, probably when I was 12. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. And it came out around the same time the Shawshank came out, like around the same so year, year later. Years, yeah. It's 90, 95. Year, year later. There you go. Yeah. I have, <laughs> you know what's funny? Since I started the show, since Dick and I started the show, I watched since then. The Assault on Precinct 13 remake with Ethan Hawke. I watched. I watched so I many. I, I I actually like that movie a lot. I watched all the Halloween movies, and oh. I watched uh, there's a bunch of John Carpenter stuff. And I'm like, I haven't watched this in years, and I want to talk about none of this. <laughs> I don't like the original Assault on Precinct 13. I don't like it. No, it's not that good. It's the it's, best part of it's the song. But the Ethan Hawke one is really good. The Ethan Hawke one is better, which is fucked up. The theme song for Assault on Precinct 13 is the best part of the movie. The rest of it's pretty... Yeah, and I do want to say, because I have have posters and I have all this shit organized. Of course I do, Adam, right? And Frank. I have all this organized. (laughs) We're going to talk about each one of those movies individually. So when we talk about Assault on Precinct 13, you can choose the remake or the original. So if it's your turn... Choose whatever. 
I don't. I have the poster ready, but we're gonna do one at a time. We're not gonna okay. do the fog and the fog remake. We're gonna do here. I can't sit through the fog remake again. Fuck. It's bad. <laughs> the fog. The, fog the original fucking sucks. I don't agree with you. You don't <laughs> agree with me. I haven't seen Escape from New York in probably twenty years. Yeah. I hate the fog original. I the, hate the, it. The fog. He made it in two weeks. For for two weeks. Yes. That's pretty fucking great. Yeah. I don't. I agree with you what you're saying, it. Adam. You could put qualifiers on there, being like, "He shot, he shot, kicked the can in six days." Doesn't make it fucking good, does you're it, right. Adam? Yeah. But I like it. I <laughs> All right, so, I can't so argue with you. that. Fuck it, let's move on. <laughs> I like it. Um, next week we're gonna review uh, Ghost of Mars from 2001 with Ice Cube and Natasha Hendrick. Hendrick. What's her last name? Hendrick. The, the Dasta Hendrick, still one of the most beautifulest women I've ever seen in person. Yeah, Dick, you are sober, and you said it just as well as I did. Now, are we going to watch her last this name? On here, or Frank. are we watching Frank? Natasha. Natasha. You sound just as drunk as I am. Woo! And I bought the Costco bottle of whiskey, and here I am. Jesus, was that full an hour ago? It sure was. Here we are. Hey. <laughs> I'm just drunk on life. And I can't talk now, but I can't say Woo! her name. But the Ice Cube. <laughs> How many times are you going to show it? <laughs> I feel like it'd be less offensive if you pull your dick out. <laughs> no, but uh, so next week we're going to talk about uh, Ghost of Mars. I, a movie I hated so much, I did it a chapter of it in my uh, uh, 100 Things I Burn Hell. Space movies. Sure did. Fuck it. And uh, we'll talk about that then. But until next time, in the meantime, LIWstudios.com, LIW the TZ Review for Twilight Zone stuff, LIW Anthology Pod for uh, this show and anthology shows. Um, a lot of different stuff on there. At Phoenix West, at LIW Studios. What else do I got, Frank? I am so impressed how you whiskeyed your way through all that right just now. <laughs> Uh, just I lied to you know, uh, loitering in wonder loitering in wonderland dot com. That is the two gallon version of of whiskey here. Oh my god! And I talk because I have to because right now a lot of pain going on. I did physical therapy for the second time today. Uh, Fucking painful. That's why I won't go. That's why my I keep hunching over. Talk about it. I keep hunching over. Oh, I'm done. But uh, yeah, uh, Dick, any plugs? Sell your books, man. It's been a while. Uh, the Monster Monroe and Another Night on Amazon and Kindle. Amazon, go get it. People I, are gonna rush. Now. I haven't read, right, Frank? I haven't read Another Night. I read Monster Monroe, obviously, but what's what's Another Night about? <laughs> You're drunk. <laughs> no, I'm. Yes, no, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> I, I, oh fuck! I, Just I'm say not. three words. Are it's you looking up your synopsis? Killer, it's a serial killer love story. Okay, there you go. Check that out. Written by him. He's funny. He's a, he's a good writer. Monster Monroe, I read. Great. Loved it. Read it. Adam, you looking on the... www.raiselostflicks.com. Just go there and it'll take you to all of my stuff, my entertainment things. Check out the World Series of Poker for Adam. He's going he's gonna to battle his third divorce and he's going to battle his ex-wife against the, against the kids. That's what you look like right now. Uh, that's a cool cover. 
Does Adam not look like he's going to win the World Series of Poker right now? Yeah, he's, yes. Chris, Money. He, he's, he's Chris Money Faker right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just resting my eyes, guys. All right, fine. Uh, uh, Frank, I have nothing to say Frank, about that. Uh, I, all, all I want to plug is that uh, my my kid, after 70 days in the hospital, is home. That's what I want to plug. Mr. Jackson. Hey. I totally took that the wrong way. I'm you sorry. guys all say Jackson. I say Mr. Jackson because I'm nasty. <coughs> Don't fucking Jackson, my thunder. Anthony, Jackson Anthony Joseph Linker is home. It's awesome. Honestly, great. It looks like your dog is his defender, and yes, Woody Harrelson, the defender. He's gonna he's gonna protect that kid until the end. Yep, they're they're best friends already. I feel bad because you sent me that video, and I was like, I'm gonna wait till she's in the room and watch it together. And I was like, "How's Maxie handling it?" And then she came up like a couple hours later. I'm like, "Here we go." Oh, she's great. Okay, Matt, or he's great. Maxie's great. Yeah, you felt bad. He was like, he's yeah. so happy. He's so happy, but yeah, everybody's happy, man. He's he's doing awesome. Congrats. It, it, like, like, I don't know, just, just not nothing else. I know, but like, I woke up in bed and I, and and I I rolled over to Misky's side, and then Jackson was right there in the crib next to the bed. And when I when I woke up and I opened my eyes and Jackson was right there, I like had like uh, it, it 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 was a moment. <laughs> yeah, he's it was, been, it was we, one of those wow, I'm a father. That's my son. Crazy. Well, to be fair, you've been staring at this kid in a hospital room for two months now, just like through a glass encasement. No, I haven't. I haven't seen him at all in, in two months. Like I I saw him the day he was born, and then I wasn't allowed in the oh, hospital. Oh, really, Missy? Only oh, Missy saw him after that. There. Oh fuck COVID. Yeah. Fuck COVID. That's, that's why, yeah. I had it's the, been rough. I had the I drop didn't... I mean, I told you guys what's going on with, with my side here. I had to drop off at the hospital a while ago and, and just sit there in the parking lot in the car. I'm like, This is so fucking stupid. She's like yeah. having the worst night of her life in there and I just fucking sit here. Yeah. I'm like well, it's fucking it's horrible, sucks. Dude. It's fucking horrible. It's absolutely bullshit too. Yeah, like, I I can't believe they allowed me in there for the for the birth at least. You know? I will say this, Frank. I've had your your Jackson gifts for four months now. Please text me your address because it has been sitting here since I moved into this house. And uh, <laughs> same here. Yeah. You, need, you need to text me your new address too. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Uh, text <laughs> right now. Text me your address. Um, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick. Dick, they live. <laughs> Frank Lynx. Adam Wilcox. Adam, thank you so much for joining us late. I know you. No, were doing thanks your for having show, me on. I was glad I was able to make this. Me uh, too. I did not want to do this again. It because we were floundering for a while there. Oh, I, I fucking love this movie. We were now, because so. I had to pretend I hated it. And it, it, it was yeah. so not true. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. You I, had me going there I, for a minute. I'm like, you fucking. What, what, what's wrong with you? I ha- just not like It felt. Adam, did you not feel like I, I when I was reacting to uh, what was that episode of Twilight Zone? Um, the one where the girl has flashbacks of the guy she should have married, and she's on a horseback yelling. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one oh. I, I genuinely liked, and you guys were like, "No, you're joking." I'm like, "No, I'm serious. I fucking love that episode." <laughs> that, was, that was so bad. I went did it to end? Just stop. Uh,
making words stop going. Stop but I loved it. I loved it. Before Sterling's even intro, I was like, oh, spur, you know, had, spur of the moment. I had the same experience with that one where the guy was making all the noise. And then you guys fucking hated that one. Oh. It looks like all the fans hated that one, too. And I'm like, why? I love spur of the weird? moment. Yeah. Adam hated or loved um, uh, Sounds of Silences because he yeah. made nat or uh what's sorry what's it called uh naval words come out of his mouth yeah yeah oh uh, that nautical, nautical terms and nautical, shit. Yeah. thank you no i liked it because he was doing a really good captain bly impression and i was just kind of digging it that's what it was but it was still fucking terrible yep it was everybody hates it i'm just the fucking one weirdo that hey i thought that was all right so all right let's hey, get i love jessabelle and i i let's get out of here uh adam recommend one band people check out on youtube i'm supposed to recommend a band put you on spot there didn't i uh god module frank (gasps) joiner lucas dick the black pine i will recommend um idea and abilities this the second album by the throat no you know what uh, Eminem's new album that he just dropped, too, Side Beat, too, too, too late. A music to too be late. murdered by too is late. fucking phenomenal. Too late. You know, oh, I didn't realize he had a new one. Porn of shit. Porn of shit, goddammit. You know what's funny? Haven't listened to that at all, Frank. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Amazing. Nat is. We dude, are be, at before we get four out of here, hours. When, when we go off, you have to play it, dude. I'm telling you, you're going to be blown away. I'm not going to. But here we go. Four hours. We need to leave. It's been four hours, Frank. Fuck you. I've been talking to you forever. No, okay, I'll, I'll send you the link on YouTube and you, you can listen to it whenever you want. So long, citizens. Okay. Bye. <laughs>